coming up on One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT. Because if I'm not a person who's like dependent on everyone and I don't want to become that person. So I want to build my business, become independent enough where if something did happen, I'd be okay. And I wouldn't be like falling to my knees, like begging them to come back because I don't want that to happen. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. On One Day at a Time, we discuss the essentials and tips for the everyday woman and how to achieve your best life. Not just because you deserve it, but come on now, you were made for more. If you're new to the show, we have conversations with folks that I like to call the true hustlers of the world. Each episode dives into the heart of the guests and provides our listeners with balancing tips, the roadmap to navigating relationships, and demystifies the idea that we're supposed to be perfect. Today, we launch a very special series titled How I See You, featuring our young hustler Mia Johnson as she shares with us boldly how she sees her parents. We had such a dope conversation, y'all, about how she's never going to get married and her obsession with baking cookies and eating Dominican cake. This series was inspired by a recent revelation that I had this year that I needed to become an intentional parent. And by that, I mean that I needed to start to listen to my kids rather than commanding them left and right. If you're wondering how to start your own goals this year or even a podcast and just need the guts and a bite-sized plan to get it started feel free to visit my website at KarinaFDaves.com and contact me there. Or just come to Instagram at my handle, KarinaFDaves, and shoot me a message where I love to help people and specifically moms achieve their goals with grace. I cannot wait for us to meet. Now here's Mia Johnson. Today, I have a very special guest and phenomenal baker, Mia Johnson, nine years old, all the way from Mansfield, Texas. Hey, Mia. Hi. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. One of the things that we love to do with our guests is give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So I'm going to give you 10 seconds to say anything you want about yourself. Are you ready? Okay. Ready, set, go. I like animals. I like baking. And I think I'm kind-hearted. I like all sweet things. And I like savory things, too. <laughs> I love that. So Mia, tell me a little bit about how school is going right now. That's the number one question that I think kids get. Are you virtual? Are you in person? What's up? What's going on? In person. Virtual was the worst. Oh, really? Why? Technology problems everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Like on your computer and in your home. Yeah. everywhere the teacher had problems there's times I could not hear even hear the teacher what would you say now that we talked about the things that are not cool what would you say are the things that you're actually enjoying about this fall and this season um and this point in your life I'm enjoying that I get to stay home more often and I like that um, I have a trampoline now because we got it during quarantine because we were always bored. I love and that. during quarantine, I can somehow convince my mom to consider getting me a fish. What are some things that you do that make you happy? Um, I like to do some coding sometimes. I really like baking. 
And I like to watch YouTube. What do you watch on YouTube? Like gaming videos and people reacting to funny stuff and Karen compilations. Tell me a little bit about coding. Um, how did you get into that? When did it start? Do you remember the first time you became fascinated with the idea of coding? Um, I remember it was about in second grade, I think, at my old school. We used to do a lot of coding, and then I'm like, hmm, this is pretty fun. So I found some softwares where you can just do lots of coding, and it's fun, and then they're free. Wow. We do a lot of coding in school, too. So I figured, eh, why not use it so I can get ahead? Yeah. Are you aware that, and I don't know if this is not the case in your school, but are you aware that not a lot of people that look like you are coding? No. <laughs> okay. And what I mean by that is very, there are very few um women in that industry and then also even more that women of color. So I'm super, super proud that you're basically breaking the barriers or breaking the norm of what um, people who are encoding look like. You should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> um, now, Talking about this fish that you're going to get or that you assume that you're definitely going to get, your mom's going to say yes, as long as you do all your chores. Mm -hmm. um, what is the relationship with your mom? Has she done stuff like this before where she gives you an assignment, she tests, um, you know, your active responsibilities, and then, you know, something is handed off? Has What is the relationship like when it comes to things like this with your mom? This has happened before, but I did it totally on my own. I did it with TikTok. I did all my research. I created a Google slide and then showed it to mommy and Bobby to convince them to let me have TikTok. <laughs> and it worked. It did. Okay. Okay. So at this point, you sort of know how to maneuver and, you know, walk around your parents and you, you know how they are and you know what works and you know what doesn't work, you would say? Mm -hmm. Like, I know that puppy dog eyes never worked ever. Okay. <laughs> the one thing that does really work is doing my research. Mommy also said a part of the deal was I had to do research on it. So I did do a lot of research on pet care and what type of fish I want, which is a betta fish and one because I learned that if you get more than one, they will start attacking each other, which can be fatal. Oh. And I don't want to bury a fish. Yes, I, I don't either, or, or flush them down the toilet. Mm -hmm. um, so if you had to describe, let's start with your mom. If you had to describe your mom in three words, what would they be? Sue chef, kind, and mommy. <laughs> Okay, sous chef, kind, and mommy. Um, and now, how will you describe your puppy, how, your dad? How would you describe him in three words? Lego creator, movie watcher, and builder. Wow, builder. That's a good one. That's a really good one. When you think about your mom, how do you view your mom's role in your life? And... I want to preface this by telling you 
that I'm sure you're open and you see how women are evolving in this country when it comes to obviously um, the recent news about our future vice president, right? Um, And the things that we see women just coming about. When you view your mom, she do you view her more than just your mom? Yeah, she has a really good friend. That's really nice. How do you view the role that your mom has in your life and in your home? What are her responsibilities? To feed me and my brother and my dad, to take care of the dog, and to be a mom. <laughs> okay. And what are your dad's role in your life? To let us watch in the movie room that he created, to also take care of the dog, to make us barbecue, and to also feed us. <laughs> okay. What are some things that we talked about, um, you know, the school and things like that? What are some things that now, especially during quarantine, um, that you do to make you happy? I know that you spoke about coding, but I kind of want to hear more about baking. Yes, I bake a lot. I just um, last week, no, this week, I made oatmeal raisin cookies. And then the week before that, I had made um, cranberry white chocolate. And then I think, and then my first ever cookie recipe I did on my own was peanut butter M&M cookies. And they were amazing. Wow. Wow. It had lots of peanut butter, so Micah could not eat it. Oh, is he allergic? He's allergic to almost everything. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So... And when it comes to baking, what do you think um, inspired you to even start? Definitely mommy. She did a lot of baking with cupcakes and stuff. While I do like baking them, cookies are my expertise. Also, the only time I got cake was for my birthday. It was loaded in icing. That's another reason I don't like cake as much, unless it's like Dominican cake. Because they load that stuff with icing. (laughs) Icing and dulce inside. Dominican cake is the best cake, right? All my birthdays have been Dominican cake until we moved here. Um, (laughs) Mia, so now that we've spoken about a lot of things that make you happy, I think you're strong enough, and I know that you're strong enough to talk about some of the things that don't make you so happy. What are some things that you feel in your life right now don't really make you happy that you have to do? I really don't like, I can't think of many things because there's not thing. Oh yes. When Micah annoys me, like he'll like, like Mia, 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 Mia. And I'll be like, God help me now. (laughs) Okay. So your brother, is what mm-hmm. I'm sure as much as he annoys you, he's also probably part of what does make you happy, right? Yeah. Like when he when I'm upset, he'll be like, Me, are you okay? And I'll be like, Thanks. I don't I'm not okay. How about when it comes to your parents? What are some things that don't make you happy when it comes to your parents? Yes, when mommy yells at me. <laughs> okay. For, what- uh, 
for uh, yelling at my brother because he was annoying me. Okay. What are some things that you get yelled about? Me arguing with Micah. Okay. Now, when it comes to your dad, what are some things that you don't really like that he does? I do not know. There's not a lot of things. Because mommy and Bobby are ideal parents. They don't, like, they don't yell at me unless I've done something wrong. And when I do something wrong, they won't be like, go to your room. And they won't just be like, oh, yep, we're going to punish her and don't give an explanation why. Because if they do punish me, they'll have a talk with me after I'm done. And then they'll explain to me why I'm punished and explain my punishment. Mm -hmm. So with my dad, I don't really think anything. Like the most he'll do is send me to my room and just take away the tablet for like two hours, which I'm fine with because I have art. (laughs) Okay. Now, Mia, when you look at your parents and you think about just like marriage, right? Um, You called your parents ideal parents. And that's great because one of their roles is as parents to be responsible for you. Their other roles, which include their career roles, but one of their other roles is to be each other's rock. Like your mom is your dad's rock and your dad is your mom's rock. They're there for each other. When you think about marriage and you look at your parents, how do you feel about your parents' marriage? I think it's going, I think it's really good. I think that's how all marriages should be, where both people um, agree and have a, not like big arguments where like, oh, you're wrong, and no, you're wrong, where, yeah, but like, if they did have an argument, it's never, almost never happens. It's like on small things, on like, where do you put the Christmas decorations, or I don't want that ornament here, and they'll give reasonable explanations, and they'll be like, oh, okay. We'll try and do that and they'll compromise so both people are happy mm-hmm. and that's what you want in a relationship you want both people to be happy not just one person to be happy you want both and harmony so it's not like it's like i don't really know how to explain it because i'm a nine-year-old i don't have relationship advice and i'm planning on staying single for the rest of my life so I think marriage, as far as I know, should just be two people love each other very much and have their own term, and they should both be happy. It seems like happiness is, is really important to you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. what if one person didn't, wasn't happy? The other person would have to be, wouldn't be like, oh, what's wrong? Like, oh, you're being a crybaby, what's wrong? And they'd be like, huh, are you okay? Can you tell me what's wrong? That's what I would see marriage as. Not like, stop crying or you're not supposed to cry. You're an adult. Yeah, that's a good point. I love that's actually marriage relationship advice. That's really good advice. Um, When it comes to your future, you said something very. Uh, strong, which is that you plan on staying single for the rest of your life. So all I'm really, I need is dogs. dogs. All you need is dogs. Okay. Tell me a little bit about how you came to the revelation that when it comes to your future family that you want to build 
you don't want one. You just want to be single. I mean, I might adopt a child and have dogs, but I'm not planning on having a husband or a boyfriend anytime soon. In, or in my future, because I don't see myself like that. I don't have time for crushes. I don't have time for that. I have to do my career. I need to build my business. Then maybe when my business takes off, I'll consider it. Okay, that that's a good point. Do, where do you think you got this idea from? And the reason why I ask is because I think your mom would agree that a lot of our behavior and a lot of our thoughts are learned. When we come into this world, we're empty. We're, you know, nothing has been consumed yet. Our mind hasn't consumed anything. But we see things, we watch things, we read things, we research. You love to research. I would call you the research queen, which I love that about you. So I could say that even fashion, right? Our clothes that we wear, we have seen it somewhere and then we put our thoughts together. So for somebody who is a child of a very stable marriage, um, has been watching her parents both succeed in their careers while also being great parents, where did the idea from being single come from? I actually have no idea. I just, when I was little, I used to have crushes. I used to, but then I realized like, I don't really like the idea of that. Oh, I know where it came from. Micah. He's had a total of four girlfriends. He's on his current one, which is my best friend's little sister. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want a crush. And it's a conversation we have had, me and Micah. We're like, oh, Mia. He's like, oh, Mia, I'll find you a crush one day. I'm like, I don't need one. I need to build my business. I need to work on my business first, get a lot of dogs, get a child, like adoption, then I'll consider, consider a boyfriend. (laughs) I love the word consider because it means your options are open. I'm just so interested in, in how you came up with this because you're literally watching your parents do their own thing, right? Like build their careers, build their hobbies, um, and be stable with each other, have children. And then, but your perspective is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, your perspective is that having a relationship or being in a marriage will hinder your progress from your career. No, I'm just saying like, I want to make sure my career is stable. So if something did happen, I'd be able to make sure I'd be okay. So I don't want to get into a relationship where I don't have enough money or things. And then that person is suffering and I'm suffering. And then it's not a healthy relationship. And both people are suffering because of money problems and things. Because I'm planning on having a bunch of dogs. I see. I see. I see. So your whole thing is what what you're really saying is that you want to make sure you're stable and independent yourself Mm -hmm. before you get involved 
and bring anybody else into the picture. Yes, because if I'm not stable and independent and I rely on something, if something did happen in that relationship, that that's not healthy, one. Two, I'd probably just break down. Because if I'm not a person who's like, dependent on everyone and I don't want to become that person so I want to build my business become independent enough where if something did happen I'd be okay and I wouldn't be like falling to my knees like begging them to come back because I don't want that to happen one thing to keep in mind um I think is that you have such a will you have such a power and I know that the world has such a big purpose for you. Um, and I love the fact that you're only nine and you know that you have to hold so tight onto it. And one of the things that I talk about are boundaries. And obviously you're nine and you don't live on your own. But I think one of the purposes of boundaries is for protection. And I talk about how protection of so many things, right? Protection of your place protection of the people in your life, protection of your privacy, because not everybody has to know your information. But most of all, and what I love that you're talking about is protection over your purpose. You already know that you have so many gifts, the gifts of public speaking, the gifts of baking, the gifts of organization, the gifts of research, the gift of following a task through. And all those gifts are meant to uplift you for your bigger purpose. And you do not want to let anything get in the way of your purpose yeah that is pretty true because i don't want people getting in the way like oh but you should stop doing your business because you're not making time for us and i'm like if someone did say that i would know that like you don't want me to succeed you just want to see me fail my business because if someone were to say don't do your business. It's a bad idea. You're not going to make it. I'd be like, when I succeed, you're going to become flying back. Like, oh, I know you succeed. And then I'd be like, no. Because with success, people, you will come. But if you were to fail, they'd leave in an instant. That's how you know who your true group is. Because the, the people who are with you, they will be from you, with you from beginning to end. So from rock bottom to cloud nine. Wow. What are some values that you feel like your parents have instilled in you that you are going to take with you for the rest of your life? Morals, to how to be a good person in general. Like, don't be like to a random stranger, oh, you're fat. Don't. Because... Because you don't know what's happening. They could have a health condition. They could um, be overweight. They could have to do something. They, they could, it could be anything. So I don't, not to judge people by the first thing you see. They could be the nicest person in the world and you just judge them just because how they look. Wow. That's profound. That's really profound. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons you've learned from your mom? so far a big lesson i've learned is like don't judge a book by its cover because again what i said it could be the nicest <coughs> person in the world and it could be the vice versa it could be the prettiest person in the world the person I've ever met 
could it could be like that. So that's how some people think like, oh, I'm pretty so I can get away with anything. Wow. And what's the biggest lesson that you've learned from your dad? It's a bit of the same thing. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. Also, um, how to think, like, don't, because do your research on things. Because I used to be like, oh, I want this and this and this without doing my research on it and apps. And I used to have a lot of, and then my tablet would crash a lot because of those apps. Then I started doing my research on those apps and reading the reviews. So anything I download, I one, tell my parents about it, two, do my research on it. Because there was apps that would make my tablet crash. So yeah, like yesterday, there was apps that like had my tablet crash and were not working. So I was like, I'm deleting them. I it, it could be the most fun app in the world if it's causing my tablet to have problems then I know that it's not a good app I I don't know if you realize this but the fact that your parents have instilled the value of research in you allows you to see things from a different perspective and do one of the biggest things that I love to call trial and error which is that you try something out but before you try it out you do your research and then you try it out. And if you see that it's not working out for you, you prune from it. You eliminate it from your life. But at least you tried it out. You did your research. And it's called trial and error. And I love that about you. You should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> because you're going to use that same value that your parents are instilling with you. I know right now your perspective is on apps. But Mia, right now, like you are going to end up using that on people, on life, huge decisions. So the fact that you're researching things now, when you buy your first home, when you come up with your marketing strategy, when you come up with your first logo, when you come up with your thesis paper, whatever it is, you will always have the value that your parents instilled in you. One, don't judge a book by its cover. And two, do your research. I love that. That's very, yeah. very profound. Because the first thing when I see a person, I'm just going to be like, they don't look pretty, so I'm not going to be the friend. I'll talk to them, see what they're like, ask questions like, what are your interests? Because I want to make sure I have something in common with them. Because I don't want to be like in a friendship where it's one-sided. You know? I know. I know. I've, have, I've had a lot of one-sided friendships too. And that's okay. I mean... Sometimes what I've realized now that I'm I'm only a little bit older than you, but what I've realized <laughs> is that <laughs> relationships aren't always transactional. Some people are meant to be in your life so that they can pour into you. And some people are meant to be in your life so you can pour into them. But what you have to be able to decide and do your research on is who are what I like to call the vampire suckers. Who sucks the energy out of you like so much? Who do you no longer like feel like you're encouraging, really takes your advice and is a healthy relationship? You know what I mean? I have had friends who are just like, I need this and this and this and this and this and it was not okay. And then right. there was a friend, my friend, she was real. My friends were so nice, except her friend. 
they and they were she talked so rude to me and then the friends were like stop now you're making her cry and then she'd be like oh but it's fine because i did well, i'm your friend and we're like, and they're like that's not okay and we would not hang out with her anymore because my friends were like in fourth third grade this happened when i was in first grade that she said i don't like first graders because they're annoying right to my face and she said you specifically and that made me cry because why would you say that to a first grader and then when my friends saw that she they were like back off that was extremely rude and then they were, she was like but why i didn't do anything wrong i just said she was annoying because imagine if i had said that to a fourth first grader that would not have been okay but for some reason, something in her head told her this is okay to bully someone. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not okay. And I can tell you that I'm in my 30s and somebody I love called me annoying a couple months ago and it hurt my feelings. So I know exactly how you felt in that moment. Um. Mia, I've just had such a great time catching up with you and talking to you and having you on here. Um, but before I let you go, I want to give you 10 seconds to tell our audience everything that you've learned in the past nine years, almost 10 of being alive, and what advice would you give them in just 10 to 15 seconds? Um, never judge a book by its cover. Always stay true to yourself. Never let anyone dull your shine. Never let anybody dull your shine. Amen. That's so powerful. Thank you so much, Mia, again, for being on One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT, the place where I love to interview the true hustlers of the world, and today featuring our mini hustler, Mia Johnson. Thank you so much, Mia. Thank you. <laughs> Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your celly when I